Can the NFL get any more exciting than the final four weeks leading up to the playoffs? Ah, it actually can. If you have a little bit of something-something on the games you know are going to go your way. MyBookie.ag is the place to wager. Next week, we've got UFC as well. Three big championship fights on the 14th, all highly anticipated. Wager on them safely at mybookie.ag. If you're the kind of guy who likes to have a little extra something on the game, it can only be 5 to 10 15 20 bucks, or more than that. It doesn't matter. Mybookie.ag is the place to play. They've got more lines and better odds for the player, that's you, than just about any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. Make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus money. All you have to do is use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code ZABE to get your extra cash from MyBookie. You bet, you win, you get paid. Today on the ZabeCast, if your girl wants an exercise bike for Christmas, then get her one. But yeah, you should probably ask first. We'll talk about the Peloton commercial that's currently breaking the internet. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We discuss why some women in sports media need to get over it when it comes to the trolls. All that plus Kamala Harris says, rack me, I'm out. Your bonus daily dose of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Wednesday, December 4th, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Today is a travel day for me, and therefore likely no podcast tomorrow, but we shall see. So I'm getting up normal time doing the show on 97.3 The Game with Josh and Git. 7A to 10A, doing a little bit of crossover, a little bit of five wide, hopping in the car, 10.05. Hour 45 minutes thereabouts to BWI Airport, Thurgood Marshall Airport to you. Shouldn't be get me there just before noon, park the car, long-term parking, get the shuttle to the terminal, hopefully get there by no later than 12.15, 110 flight, Southwest Airlines, TSA pre-check, bing, bang, boom, quick Sabaro on the plane, land at 2.15 at General Mitchell Airport, Get my sweet courtesy car from the Rustero Group, a Kia Telluride SUV. I can't wait to drive it. And then uh, hustle over to the hotel room and get plugged in with my Access NX unit and broadcast my afternoon show back to D.C. with Scott and Solly back in the studio. That's the plan. But you know what Al Swearingen once said about announcing one's plans? It's a good way to hear God laugh. Cross your fingers. And then, so once I'm done with the afternoon show, that'll be 6 o'clock local, then I'll have time to bang out a half an hour, 35, 40-minute podcast, and I hope to do that then. So yes, I'm going to Milwaukee and then Green Bay for the next couple of days, actually into next week as well, but going for the Redskin Packer game on Sunday. And if you are a Redskin fan, if you are from the D.C. area, you're going to be up there, do let me know. I will try to swing by your tailgate or meet and greet you outside prior to the high noon start there on a 38-degree overcast day, or so they forecast in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And we'll see what happens. Packers are favored by 14 points. Today, meaning Tuesday, the Panthers were so mad 
at how they coughed up that 14-0 lead to the Redskins, the lowly Redskins. They fired Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron, get off the riverboat. Splash down the river. It's similar to McCarthy in which people are saying, oh, man, he didn't deserve to be done that way, and how could you? I mean, McCarthy was in a much worse span of football than than Riverboat Ron was right now. Uh, And Riverboat Ron is dealing with a backup quarterback, which uh, McCarthy was not last year. So, yeah, um, you know, this is life in the NFL. What's interesting, and this email I think is very well put, Rodney emails me, Zabe, at yahoo.com. He says, Zabe, look at what the Panthers did today. They so mad the Redskins beat them, they fired their head coach. And I sure hope that Dan sees what new owner David Tepper did in Charlotte today. David Tepper faced the music, sat down with their in-house media department, and explained himself. David Tepper said, quote, we're going to take a comprehensive and thorough review of our football operations to make sure we are structured for long-term sustained success. David Tepper, owner, not afraid to come out from hiding and address the media. That... That right there would be incredible as a Redskin fan, just to have that alone. But wait, there's more, says Rodney. We will also consider a wide range of football executives to complement our current football staff. One change we will implement is hiring an assistant GM and VP of football ops. Says Rodney via email, look at them. They've got a better record than we do, and look at their response. That man's cleaning house within the organization and putting everyone on notice. That's what the Redskins need to do. Meanwhile, it's not what the Redskins are doing, and Dan Snyder has not stood up in front of a microphone and took questions from an assembled media gathering with no specific sit-down in forever. I can't remember the last time he did. He's scared. He's scared. Soft. Hey, you're a billionaire. We know you're not liked. You made a lot of mistakes. Stand up and face the music, for God's sakes, please. Pat Forty on Twitter has an interesting dilemma. He tweets, well, actually, first of all, Dana O'Neill, longtime college basketball lifer, former coach. Dana O'Neill, scene, hotel bar. Dude talking total BS about college hoops to a woman. He's a super fan. Is she a super fan? Nope. He then goes on to describe seeing the Michigan State buzzer beater to beat Kansas for the national title. That, of course, did not occur. Restraining myself. Hashtag struggle is real. 40 replies by saying, blow him up. Others are saying, absolutely, as a Michigan State fan and a decent human being, this cannot stand. Somebody else said, to what end would that be any good? She's not a college basketball fan. He prattles on for a while until she gets up to go to the ladies' room and never to return. I say, you don't blow him up because... Here's what trumps lying or getting shit incorrect about sports. Pursuit of the poontang. That is directive number one. That's on the highest shelf. That gets the highest clearance. Man law, dude rules say don't blow up another guy in his pursuit. Who know, Who cares who beat who? The guy is running his game drunk with a woman. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Don't get in there and correct him. Well, you know, actually, it wasn't that way. It went down. 
I say because it was a woman. Now, if it was a heated argument and it was guy on guy and dude number one is totally wrong about something and dude number two is exasperated trying to say, you're wrong about that, that's not what happened, then I'd say, yes, Dana O'Neill, step right in and correct the record. Jimmy Trena, also of SI, has this tweet. Mike Francesa with some very salty, salty quotes in Newsday about his old partner, Chris Mad Dog Russo. Here's the quotes. Francesa said Russo is allowed on his opinion because Mad Dog said Mike should have never come. <gasps> Excuse me. God bless America. Mike should have never come back. He should have stayed retired. Francesa said Russo is allowed his opinion but added that he has not heard from Russo since the announcement of a June 2018 in the June of 2018 that Frances has been selected for the Radio Hall of Fame. If you notice, says Mike, Dog spent a lot of time opining on my career in the last 10 years. I've never once given an opinion about his. Not once. It's something he spends a lot of time doing. I think it's fair to say, says Frances, I've lived my solo life in a very public very, very open place, and he's lived his in a very quiet place at Sirius XM Satellite Radio, where you don't see much of him or hear much of him. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Of course, Russo's not wrong in saying he should have stayed retired, but the guy out there taking all the slings and arrows and the bullets has been Francesa. But anyway... Uh, they're both rich millionaires. Who fucking cares? Get along, boys, will you? And then one more before we get to Notorious J.A.Y. John Alrand, our friend at Sports Business Journal, NBA TV scorecard so far. You sitting down? Good. TNT down 23%. Oof. ESPN down 20%. Oof. Regional sports networks down 13%. Oomph. There's only a couple of markets that are actually trending up. The magic on Fox Sports Florida are up up 125%, which sounds like, wow, that's amazing. What are the magic kicking ass? No, they're still sub 500. But if you're already at the bottom at a 1.1 or something, Ticking that up to a 2.3 is a lot easier than it is to take go from a 10 to a 20. You get that. Percentages are not necessarily big volume numbers of increases. The Atlanta Hawks on Fox Sports Southeast are plus 43%. Oh, meanwhile, how are the Wizards doing with their new broadcast team that flushed longtime and popular and loyal announcer Steve Buckhans, and not just popular and loyal, but good that needs to be noted for no reason whatsoever and let go of him in a classless fashion. How are the Wizards doing? They're down 57%. Oof. That's even down more than the Warriors, currently the worst team in the NBA at uh, with their current record. They're down 51%. <laughs> and the Wizards are down even more. You can call it what you want. You can say that, well, John Wall's not playing. That's why the team is down. Hey, Bradley Beal is playing. They got Isaiah Thomas, former Celtic. He's actually making a bit of a comeback from his injuries. Eh? 57%. Wow. Heck, you could have kept Buckhans, and they'd be down no worse than 54% for a bad team.
doesn't put him back in the chair, might make Buck Hens just a little bit happy. Can the NFL get any more exciting than the final four weeks leading up to the playoffs? Ah, it actually can. If you have a little bit of something-something on the games you know are going to go your way. MyBookie.ag is the place to wager. Next week, we've got UFC as well. Three big championship fights on the 14th, all highly anticipated. Wager on them safely at MyBookie.ag. If you're the kind of guy who likes to have a little extra something on the game, it can only be 5 to 10 15 20 bucks, or more than that. It doesn't matter. MyBookie.ag is the place to play. They've got more lines and better odds for the player, that's you, than just about any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. Make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus money. All you have to do is use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code ZABE to get your extra cash from MyBookie. You bet, you win, you get paid. Time to head to the land of Lamar, Baltimore, Maryland, Charm City, home of the Ravens, your new Jay Super Bowl favorites, according to the Vegas odds makers. How you like them apples, huh? I mean, uh, just do not, even do nothing but shake your head and go, this team is pretty effing good. Yeah. And is the city responding accordingly? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? How many revisionist history Marylanders are like, yeah, hon, I told you he was good. I didn't want Flacco in the first place. I bet you they're coming out of the woodwork. Everybody is like, well, I'm so glad we took Lamar. I'm so glad Ozzy did that. At the time, they were like, what? Yeah. I want receipts from that AFC playoff game last January. When Lamar didn't look like he could hit the broad side of a barn and everyone's saying, put Flacco in, hun! Put Flacco in! I mean, I myself, I was like, the dude can't throw the forward pass. <laughs> right. I you, mean, you were amongst them as well. Now there's word Jake Glazer reported that GMs are asking their scouts to show their work on Lamar. Like, what did you write about this guy and who got this wrong? And I'm like, okay. You know, scouts get shit wrong all the time. So you're really going to go back and then rake your own scouts over the coals regarding this? Also, let's not discount what Greg Roman has done with him as a player. He is the quarterback whisperer to a large extent. He did the same thing with Kaepernick in early 2012 as what's going on right now. Now You know my, you know my hatred for people getting hired for their spur-of-the-moment activity. I would be happy if Greg Roman got it. Greg Roman deserves to get a job. Sure. Absolutely. That he knows that he's dwell. I mean, now, will he be a good, would he be a good head head coach? coach. I don't know. Right. Right. I don't know. Will he be as good as the possible coach of the year? Mike Tomlin? Oh, wow. Now, Jay, you have been one of the charter members of the Tomlin's got to go club. You had the hat concession, the t-shirt concession, all of that stuff. Have you changed your tune or you're like, okay, he's doing a decent job? No, I, I 
He is the coach of the year. It was said, because I listen to Pittsburgh radio, okay. that at halftime, he was drawing up plays for the defense on how to defend Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Okay. They were like, he, they just did it on the fly. He is NFL coach of the year. It's it's no, it, there is no second I'm, place. It's I'm him. not asking that. I'm asking, have you turned? Have you yes. turned? No, no, no. You turned. Okay. Turned, I've turned this okay. year. He is doing a masterful job yeah. this year. Because like last year, and I think the year before, there was a lot of Tomlin haters out there. Because he had half the, yes, better the team, didn't do shit with them, yes. And that included uh, Terry Bradshaw, who was one of the most vocal guys about him on television. And an ex, you know, I want to say Steeler royalty, but isn't Bradshaw sort of on the outs? Isn't he sort of a... Exiled. Yeah, he's got a thing with the Roonies. Yeah, it's yeah. something. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Well. But yeah, all he right. doesn't. He doesn't come back. Like, if they play the Ravens for an eight o'clock game, you can bet your ass that they're honoring the 75, 76, 78, or seventy nine team. Yeah. To to get everybody whooped up in a frenzy. In addition, of course, Lamar Jackson being awesome. Can we give it up to Justin Tucker, who not only might be the best modern kicker in history, but I think has the best kicker swag in terms of knowing how to be cool without trying too hard. Uh, for a while before Lamar, he was the face of the franchise. Really? The kicker? How many, yes. How many other teams? Yes. He wow. had more commercials around here than anybody. Yeah. Interesting. 38 straight fourth quarter and overtime field goals in a row. That's pretty fucking money right there. And the one in the he's, snow to win the game after a hard fought battle. Oh my God. I mean, that's, that's way, amazing. That was a great NFL game. It really was. And it out, out drew the Redskin game in the DC market, which is frankly no what surprise. You, what are you shocked? Yeah. What, <laughs> what? <laughs> they, somebody showed a picture of the Redskin stadium parking lot. Oh, really? It is barren. Oh, Nobody yeah. Goes. Oh, it it's is barren. Tumbleweeds. That's what I'm waiting for now. It's uh, it's terrible. It's really, really bad. Okay. Have you seen this latest spoof spot from several women of ESPN in which they talk about how we are planning to ruin sports for men? How did you know that I watched that yesterday in a waiting room? Yes. <laughs> Because I saw no, no. There's let me, most of the women in there. I like. I'll, I'll let you. Say okay, it. we'll we'll go through it here. But this is it starts with Kari Champion, and I'm just going to hit pause to comment as we go along here. All right, hold on a second. Oh, you know what? I was hitting record. There we go. Sorry, did you say what are we doing this week to ruin sports? Now they're all sitting around the living room, and they're all wearing these secretive black cloaks with hoods yes. on. Yes. Now, and now, first of all, Kari, you ruined sports show. because you're so fucking hot. Yeah. I stare at the TV, and then I'm I'm coming to ESPN for sports information and maybe a score. And after I'm done staring at you, I'm like, "What? Wait a minute. What was the score? Fuck! Would you stop being so hot? I can't even get the information. You're so hot. So that's how I she's ruining. I think the best looking woman on on ESPN. She's model quality, yeah. in my yes. opinion. She is unbelievable. Okay, Kari, continue. For men. What? Sorry, did you say women sports for men? Stop. 
And this, right. this is where this ended for me when I saw that voice. When Kate, I heard that voice. Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan and Sarah Spain are up next in this. I like Sarah Spain, though. You don't like Sarah Spain. I like her. I dislike Katie, Katie Nolan. Nolan. Interesting. Okay. Go ahead. What do you have to say now? What about Katie? She just, she's got a gazillion dollars for doing nothing. Okay. At least Sarah Spain does go through the car wash. She does the shows. I think she's knowledgeable too. I've heard her talk about some stuff and I'm like, she's kind of knowledgeable. She has no resume at all. Basically. You know, she was the one that auctioned herself off as a date to a bears game to get a foothold, to get some notoriety back in a pre woke age. Back in a pre-MeToo age. You're aware of that, right? I did not know that. Yeah, you'll have to Google it up. Um, Sarah Spain, to me, is a nobody who is not... She's a nobody who has not paid her dues to be on ESPN. But now that she's on ESPN, you don't have to have a resume. You're on ESPN. So She also wore a shirt, and it said, uh, "My I think I sent it to you. My favorite announcer is Doris Burke. And it just showed off her... Huge breast, <laughs> and I'm like, if any if anybody points it, <coughs> excuse me, if anybody points that out, now they're going to be, you know, oh yeah, to the yeah, we're we're yeah. this we're the sexist. Got it. Okay, Katie yeah. Nolan has always oh. fancied herself as smarter, cuter, and more creative than she really is, and she's gotten the company pushed because it's like, yeah, she looks good on TV, you know. Uh, but okay, let's continue with the premise of, oh, what are we going to do to ruin sports for men? That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Like I had heard that that's a thing that we do. I just didn't know that we actually did it. All right. Julie Foudy is in the picture as well. Former U.S. soccer player. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, Julie, no, Julie, you're, you're rarely on. T- you're on TV once every four years to talk <laughs> right. soccer. Like yeah. you can't ruin it unless you keep, you know, harping like a Yenta about equal pay. That would right. be one thing that most of us men are like, OK, enough already. Let me explain. It is our only goal in life as women in sports is to take this thing that men have loved and destroy uh, it. Go ahead. Right, no, no, no. Oh, I thought I, you said stop. I thought no, you said stop. stop. No, okay. No, piece by piece. Can I ask, like, how how do we do it? Well, in my case, I host sports center every day. God, she's so hot. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Stop it's it with single. that voice. Single. single. Yeah, because who could who could handle her? Who That's could true. who could make that woman happy? In my case. Sometimes when I'm on TV, I don't smile. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's Julie Foudy. She does have a bit of a of a pouty mouth. I talk about football. Never even played the game. And I don't cook. Ooh. Oh, that's okay. I'll order Grubhub, baby. It does not matter. You do. I got a problem with that. Um, uh, so much. Uh, oh, I... I wore a turtleneck on TV last week. <laughs> they must have hated that. I think they did. They, they hated it. Yeah, because all men are totally sexist pigs. And like, you can't look hot in a turtleneck. I'm sorry. I like women in turtlenecks uh, quite well, as long as it works for their look. Here's my problem overall with this whole spot. They're taking, Jay, a small subset of complaints that they get on the internet and they're making it into something bigger and then shoving it back in the rest of our faces. 
I'm not emailing or texting or tweeting any of these women saying they're ruining sports. And now this is like, oh, shit, I I belong to a, uh, a subset of the population, men, who are just the worst. And I'm supposed to feel bad about this? Fuck that. I've never said anything. The only thing I said about Katie Nolan is her act has worn thin on me. Well, that's, I didn't say that's she was, right. I didn't, that's, say she was, I didn't say she has ruined sports. Right. I just said her act has worn thin. And she's getting paid way too much money. Right. There's two things here. First of all, ladies, you all work for ESPN. ESPN is fucking ruining sports. And if you need us to go through the ways, chapter and verse, we'll take you through it. But I get it. It's a good job. It's a nice paycheck. We don't begrudge that. But remember, you're working for the evil empire that's doing shit every day to ruin sports. Okay, that's number one. Number two, guys get as much shit from trolls as you do. It's just not sexual in nature. The subs, the small percent of haters, whatever that is, for men is as bad as you can imagine. Fuck you. You suck. I hope you die. I'm going to come to your house and beat the shit out of you and on and on and on. So this is part of the gig. You're a public figure. You're going to get a, a, a certain amount of trolls and assholes who just pester you. Roll with it. Don't make a big video like, oh, we're ruining sports. What's going Shut on in the up. background, by the way? Can you turn down your TV? Sounds like you're uh, listening to Matlock in the background. Sorry, it's distracting no, that, me. It's that, my that's bad. It's actually though. ESPN. It's Jalen and Jacoby. Oh, Sorry. it is. Now, yes. there's two guys I really like. Oh, by yes. the way. Yes. And I thought Jalen Rose, I would have never liked him. And the more I listen, and the more I listen, I was like, damn, I like Jalen Rose. He makes sense to me. He's funny, and yet he doesn't take himself too seriously. Too seriously, yes. And uh, and Jacoby is wait what's his uh, what's his first name? His Dave, last... David Jacoby. David Jacoby, yeah, he's pretty good. But anyway, my larger point is, and first of all, let's finish the spot here. We got seventeen more seconds. Ah, one of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Oh my God. One of us. Bring it down. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of. And they're all dancing in front of a poster of Doris Burke. They're, they're idle. Again, I love Doris Burke. I've made, I've made that note. She's, my, she's one of my favorite basketball. A lot of people Those- do. But you know what? It's like the, the worshiping of one woman over the rest. It's just, I don't know. It, to me, ladies, look, be if you want to be part of the guys, be part of the guys while still being a woman. And, you know, pull on your helmet and realize there's going to be trolls and haters and people with fake burner accounts and losers in their basement and just fucking roll with it. The number of people saying you're, quote, ruining sports for men is infinitely small. Okay? That's all I got to say. Well, I I will not watch Sunday Night Baseball because of Jessica Jessica Mendoza. Oh. She she irritates me to no end. Right, but, but here's a, here's but something. But it's also a rod, also too. Exactly. Here's the thing. So people criticized Mendoza. Why is she on the broadcast? Oh, you're just a sexist. No, I don't think she brings anything to the table. She Those does. are like that's a legit 
thing. And yet when people say, I hate Ray Rod, he's a fraud, he's a liar, why are they giving him this platform? It's just good old-fashioned criticism. Like, in other words, good old-fashioned criticism of a female broadcaster then turns into a, you're a sexist, when it's not necessarily the case. So, really quickly, before uh, this Sunday uh, afternoon slate of games, I'm flicking around the channels. And I come across, I, I don't think I've ever watched CNBC. But for some reason, I flicked past CNBC. Okay. And A-Rod has a show. Yes. Yes. Where yes. He's, like, he's like the male Hispanic Ayana Van Zandt. He's like, fix people's lives and gets them right. on career paths. And on this one, he had Nicole Eggert. Do you remember who Nicole Eggert was? I do from Baywatch. And she has blown up. <laughs> Oh, boy. She is. All right, all right. Jay, look out. There's a black person outside your door. Your dog's barking. Nicole Eggert is. She's. As as our friend Mark Stern said, Nicole Eggert ain't Nicole Eggert. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's sad how far she's let herself go. But, you know, I'm sure there's emotional issues at the root of it all and other issues. But what what, did you watch the episode with A-Rod trying to get Nicole Eggert back on track? I had to, yes. So. He was proposing all these ideas that she like. It was a one was a, a guacamole stand, or one was a, a food truck, and she just was like, "No, no." She's like, "I'm Nicole Eggert. I used to not get out of bed for less than ten grand. I'm not slinging fucking avocados out of a truck for a living." But was, but, but Arod at one point like he would call her, and he would like you know she would send him a voicemail, and he was like. Fuck this! I'm not dealing with her. <laughs> and, then, and I was like, all right, I kind of respected A Rod for that. Okay. All right, let's talk about the feel good. Let's talk about the commercial of the season, maybe the commercial of the year. And I'll just give you the headline: Peloton's viral ad captures woman's year long fitness journey from 116 pounds to 112 pounds. You've by oh, now the seen the Peloton yeah. commercial. Here it is for you, right here. This yeah, is. Okay, you ready? Yes. Now, a Peloton? Give it up for our first time riding. Right. First ride. I'm a little nervous, but excited. Yeah, a little nervous. Yeah, why? You're going to fall off the bike and hit your head or something? A little nervous. By the way, the song in the background, She's So High by Tall Bachman. Yes, I know the song. No, it's a great song. Yes, it is. You know that Tall Bachman, random one-hit wonder artist, they, they came out with this song in like 1999 or 2000, and they're like, here we go. We're on our way. Tall Bachman's going to be his. And then they went back to the studio and they're like, bling, bling, bling. And they're like, nah. <laughs> like, no, do this. And they, da, 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 and they write shit down. You know, they bang their head against the wall to try to come up with another hit as catchy as She's So High. And they couldn't yeah. do it. They couldn't fucking do it. God, music must be infuriating if you're in that realm. Okay. So this woman, she is in this impossible house, Jay, with, with uh, floor to ceiling windows. Outside the windows, there is the most gorgeous hillside of Teton Pines, just absolutely covered in snow. Now, this may all be digitally imposed, who knows, but this is the house she's living in. Okay, here we go. Let's do this. Five days in a row. You surprised? Yeah, she comes back as all, she's got all work clothes on. She's a working woman. She works, she works out, she's a good mom. Everything. I am. 6 a.m. Rising with the sun. That was totally worth it. Let's go, Grace of Boston. <laughs> You're laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing because this, this commercial is ridiculous. Okay. A year ago, I didn't... 
And then they sit down after the year of viral video clips where she's just filming herself with her phone and her boyfriend or husband or fiance, it's unclear, is sitting on the couch next to her watching the compilation in admiration as to how Peloton changed her life. I didn't realize yeah. how much this would change me. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, she is a mom. She's got a little daughter, a little next to her. This little holiday, sprout. give the gift of Peloton. Oh, like you said, from one uh, one sixteen to one twelve. <laughs> right. So people have been launching spoofs. Uh, Peloton apparently uh, turned off the comments on the video on YouTube, <laughs> and the thumbs down outnumber the thumbs up, Jay, by fifteen to one. It's unheard of as a ratio on YouTube. <laughs> so I, people have come up with spoofs. Here's one that's great. This is from a woman who looks a lot like the woman in the commercial. A Peloton? My husband got me a Peloton for Christmas. Nothing weird about that. Thank you. You get me. <laughs> okay, my first friend, I'm a little bit nervous, and rightly so, because my husband got me a f***ing workout bike for Christmas, and that's rude. Let's go. Let's go. Six days in a row. Are you surprised? I am, but my marriage is still intact. <laughs> Let's get on the bike. 6 a.m. My husband is sleeping soundly next to me, but I couldn't sleep a wink because what kind of sociopath gets his wife a f***ing stationary bike? Seriously, what the hell? What are you trying to say? I am so unhappy. I hate my life. A year ago, I didn't realize how much this would change me. Babe, I want a divorce. <laughs> Did you like the video I made you, babe? <laughs> Here, these are for you. Divorce me. Sorry, yeah, no, but you were a douche. So. <laughs> she hands him a packet of divorce papers. <laughs> and she's funny. like, yeah, no, sorry, you were a douche. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think Peloton knew that the commercial would go negatively viral? In There's its no own, way. Or, or, There's no way. And you don't think that they actually were like, yeah, people are going to crack on it, but... The more they crack on it, the more they see it, and that's called a win. No, I think it's some douchebag millennial cut the commercial and is like, I just made the greatest commercial ever. Okay. Not not realizing that people are going to hate this commercial, like just like you said. Yeah, she went from one sixteen to one ten. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not sure those are the actual weights; those were estimated, but yeah, <laughs> it's like she was already uh, uh, ectomorph insanely, to begin with. Yeah, right. insanely fit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kamala Harris has dropped out of the race. I saw that. Oh, that's all I got. That's all I got. So that's all you got. Now down to she was after the first debate. Who knows how many months ago she was the favorite, Jay? Flavor of the month. Who do you like now? I tell you, I'm my money's still on uh, Warren as a better. Really? You know what though? She's gaining traction. I think she may knock out Biden soon. If they go head-to-head in a debate, I think she might knock him out. Have you been seeing more and more of Crazy Uncle Joe's clips? Yes, and that, and I think you said it. They should have him not say anything for a while. <laughs> well, and early they, on, they had him not campaigning because they're like, he already has such name value and so much money, he doesn't need to campaign early. But that was six months ago. Now it's getting down to nut-crunching time, and he's got to get out there on the trail. And well, he, he is just, just not sharp right now. He's insane. And he's got scary, scary fake teeth. <laughs> he really does. The choppers are something else, yeah. aren't they? All right. Uh, do we have an FTG? Do you have an FTG? Because I got one. 
I don't have one. Sorry. All right, I'm going to give you one, and you can just sit back and watch. And then if one comes to you, you can go ahead and file it. All right. Okay. You got got a little second here to think about it. All right. But here we go, everybody. Buckle up. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, my fuck that guy goes to one Josh Shaw, who became the first NFL player suspended for gambling on his own team, the Arizona Cardinals. He's been banned through the 2020 season. He bet on multiple NFL games, including a parlay that involved a bet against his Cardinals at Caesars in Vegas on November 10th. Josh Shaw, Jay. Josh Shaw. What is that name? Like? What does that name <laughs> ring a bell? Oh, that's Josh right. Shaw. Josh yeah. Shaw got kicked out of USC as a DB because he claimed he broke his ankle jumping from a balcony at an yes. apartment complex to go save a, a cousin a or a nephew kid. from a drowning, drowning in the pool when it turns out he was running from his bookie. Yeah. That's the same fucking guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. And he walks into Caesars like a dope and walks up to the window and bets a parlay. Just go to Caesars, hang out, have a drink, and give your money to a friend and say, here, I want a 1000 on the Cardinals to lose. Go place the bet for me, and he would have been good. Josh Shaw, for you I say, fuck you, you dummy. What are you doing? And, of course, the NFL wants to sweep it under the rug like, yeah, nothing to see here. Well, we, we caught yes. it. The, he didn't talk to any coaches, no players, didn't have any other involvement. It's all good. Move along. Move along, people. Um, can I give my FTG to one of your listeners? Please do. Who got butt hurt that I uh, nominated Philadelphia or Philadelphia. I'm just going to keep nominating them until I think it's something else. So my FTG, again, is the city of Philly because it's disgusting. And there you go. How and, about that? And they're, and they're about to swallow their own with the Eagles in a death spiral right oh, now. Yes, I love it, too. Yes. <laughs> to yes. Mark my words, the Philly special statue that was erected a year and a half ago, <laughs> that, shit, down by the, that yeah, shit's have, coming down like uh, Saddam Hussein. In, uh, those savages will have tiki torches <laughs> yes. and all go around it. Yeah, those savages live in Philly. Yeah. Worst, worst sports fans in the history of America. Oh, no doubt. It's no, it's no second. They're the worst. All right, Jay. As always, good to chat, brother. We'll catch you next week, all right? Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. We'll end on this. A little bit of feedback here. Nick Greco, Sarasota, Florida. Steve, I'm 100% aboard with you about replay, and I've always been. Sadly, I think there are the quote, there's millions of dollars at stake means it'll never go away. More play equals more commercial breaks, and they must know that's a huge hidden perk. I don't know if they get more actual spot load in a game. I don't think that's the case, but they have more available chance to promote their own shows on their own network, which is like advertising for themselves. They don't have to pay for that, and the more time to do that, the better. Also, don't think for a second the league doesn't love having an extra finger in the pie to help manipulate outcomes if necessary. I pointed out on Twitter that, uh, oh, this weekend the Chiefs had zero penalties called against them and the Seahawks had one. 
Boy, that is some disciplined football right there, isn't it, huh? You're talking bitter. Uh, I mean, the Monday Nighter was a hard-fought slobber knocker. One penalty. And that was a late P.I. called against Trey Flowers after he got away with a P.I. that wasn't called on an interception. One. I don't believe any team should get away with just one penalty in a regulation football game. There should be three, four, or five at least, the way they're calling this league. Vikings had three, by the way, so it was a very much let them play game. wonder if they sent out a note saying, oh, yeah, this is going to be a let them play game, so don't worry. Just go ahead and maul guys. Hold guys, maul games. Maul guys, have fun. And then uh, the Chiefs game, zero penalties. I mean, bullshit. This is no fucking way. Zero penalties. I don't care how well you execute. I don't care how well you play. Somebody had to have committed a penalty. Had to have. Anyway, I digress. Back to Nick's email. On a related note, I think there is a strong correlation between one's political beliefs and one's support of replay. My sample size is small, but most of the replay advocates I know happen to be Democrats. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There will be no missed calls in Utopia and everything will be fair. Sincerely, Nick Rico, Sarasota, Florida. Yes, I do think that that is the trend. Obviously, Democrats and, uh, you know, uh, Liberals are always looking for injustices, and we must go in and actively fix injustices. We must make things more equitable, more fair. They're part of the fairies, and and they believe, you know, liberals tend to believe in the power of government and the ability of government to do things that many of us conservatives say, government can't do that shit. They can barely tie their shoes on a good day. Get the government out of that business. They can't do this. Liberals, Democrats tend to believe, tend to, not always believe the opposite. And so therefore the bureaucrats and the technocrats think, hey, with enough replay, with enough layers of the system, we'll make this right. We'll make this better. Justice will be delivered. And when justice is not delivered, as we see week in, week out, they don't ever admit defeat and go, you know what? We really were wrong about this. Uh, we, We bit off more than we could chew and it's not working out. Let's go back. Oh, no, 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 no. They're always committed to it. They're going to add another layer. Hold on. Let us fix it. Okay. We see how it's not working. Don't worry. We've got a fix on this. And I think conservatives and libertarians, which I skew much closer to libertarian, we look at it like, hey, you know what? This is all going to shake itself out. And besides, this enterprise, sports, is just for entertainment. This is not the legal system in which grave injustices may be being done to innocent people, and therefore we must step in and curb the excesses of the system. That's a totally different argument. This is just entertainment, for God's sake. And with that, we'll wrap it up today. Thank you for your download data and, of course, your nonstop evangelism of this wonderful podcast. We know you've got a choice in podcasts. In fact, way too much choice, like the Knitters Anonymous podcast, which I don't even know if that's a podcast. I just made it up. Rate and review. It helps with the algorithm. Subscribe to Fridays as well for the low cost of just $5 a month or $1.17 a week or $0.16 a day. Or, as Chris Berman actually said on on primetime last night. It's only $4.99 a month, right, Tom? Just oh, on the phone. <laughs> it's donut and a coffee. Spring for it in December, will you? Come on, spring for it. I'll have to buy that ESPN Plus. I hear it's pretty good. Anyway, have a great day. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Cool, 
can the NFL get any more exciting than the final four weeks leading up to the playoffs? Ah, it actually can. If you have a little bit of something-something on the games you know are going to go your way. MyBookie.ag is the place to wager. Next week, we've got UFC as well. Three big championship fights on the 14th, all highly anticipated. Wager on them safely at MyBookie.ag. If you're the kind of guy who likes to have a little extra something on the game, it can only be 5 to 10 15 20 bucks, or more than that. It doesn't matter. MyBookie.ag is the place to play. They've got more lines and better odds for the player, that's you, than just about any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. Make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus money. All you have to do is use the promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code ZABE to get your extra cash from MyBookie. You bet, you win, you get paid.